This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on July 16, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 13. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the lake. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly since they had uh, no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. That is what was sown on the path. And for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution uh, um, arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the gospel of the Lord. It is a day of joy. It's a day of celebration for this community of St Paul's Box Hill. As Sue is to be installed as our pastoral associate, I'm sure it's a celebration for old and young alike. And Sue, your position description has a particular um, aspect of child, youth and family ministry. And it's Scripture tells us that it's out of the mouths of babes that um, often the wisdom will come. So there's lots to look forward to. In Psalm 8, we hear, Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies. Hmm. And Jesus says, as he entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, to the praise of old and young alike, from the lips of children and infants, you have called forth 
your praise, you Lord. So Sue, you've got a lot to look forward to as you minister to and as you minister with the old and the young alike. And I've come across some good truths uh, recently that might be a wonderful resource for you. Seven great truths of life that children have shared. And I'm sure you'll put these in your uh, pocket and take with you wherever you go. So let me just rattle some of these great truths off as we go along. First truth, and this is a good one for the church, no matter how hard you try, you can't baptise a cat. <laughs> and I'm sure it's been tried many times. No, great truth number two, when your mum is mad, don't let her dry or brush your hair. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? Number three, never ask your three-year-old brother to hold a ripe tomato. <laughs> never sneeze, number four. Never sneeze when someone is cutting your hair. <laughs> number five, you can't hide a piece of broccoli in a glass of milk, no matter how hard you try at dinner time. <laughs> I've tried it many times, actually. Number six, and I'm introducing you here to Grover the Grudel, who's um, having an extended holiday at our house. And this, this I can tell you holds true. You can't trust dogs to watch your food for you. <laughs> but number seven, and this is the best, save that for last, the best place to be when you're sad is your grandma's lap. Mm, isn't that true? Out of the mouths of babes might come many truths to help you smile along the way. I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only person who's uh, served in the church or, you know, gone and told stories of Jesus to children, like when I was a pastor in Alice Springs and I would hang out at the, at the Lutheran school there, I'd be coming along in the yard at um, uh, morning tea time or whatever they call those times, and the kids would look and say, look, here comes Jesus. I wonder if there's a little bit more to that, though, as we hear our readings today than we think. Shouldn't it be that you and I, as Christians, might sometimes sound like, quack like, look like Jesus? We hear today in Romans chapter 8, Paul points out these beautiful words at the start of the chapter, and they are some of my favourite words in Scripture. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. In Christ. That's the part I want to pick up today. Paul uses this phrase, in Christ, particularly in his letter to the Romans, quite a lot. What does he mean? Well, he goes on to explain in Romans chapter 8, as Doug read for us today, that you are controlled not by the sinful nature, you who believe in this Jesus, but by the Spirit. Sometimes we translate that if, I think a better translation is since the Spirit of God lives in you. Since the Spirit of God lives in you. Paul says that those who have been rescued from death by Christ, by his sacrifice on the cross, that's you and me I think, we who have been saved from eternal death and separation from God, through our faith in Christ, have the Spirit of God living in us. That's a bit of a wow for me sometimes when I stop and let that sink in. But that's not all. Paul says, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. We heard that today. But since, since Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. So sin is put aside. 
Jesus has won the battle over sin for us, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness, what God has done for us. And since the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Now, there's a lot of God living in us going on here in Romans chapter 8, I think you'll find. We are in Christ. We have the gift of the Spirit who lives in us. Should we not then, at least from time to time, sound like God, sound like Jesus and look like him? Maybe that's something for us to reflect on as we hear this parable of the sower today. As Lorraine pointed out to us, there are in essence two types of soil if you boil it all down. One is soil that does not produce a crop. And Jesus talks about that for all of these things that would sneak in and the evil one would jump into our lives and take us away from being who we are. But the other soil is soil that produces in huge abundance, Jesus says. The seed is the word of God, as we heard before, the word concerning the kingdom, and the kingdom is wherever Jesus is, especially where we meet him for us on the cross. Two types of soil. And Sue, as you start your ministry in this formal way today, amidst a time of great celebration, there will be times, highly likely I'm thinking, that that Sowing the seed will bounce back at you. You faithfully teach the gospel, showing people Jesus and God's grace. You bring God's forgiveness and life, and it will seem that those ears don't hear. Who'd do this ministry thing, I wonder? But Jesus tells us there is also soil which produces a hundredfold, sixty. 30 times, amazing growth. The comparison here then very much as Jesus, as he often does, is there's a, there's a huge gap between the, the two things that he brings in the parable. The good soil is the person who hears the word of God, who believes it and who does it. Matthew's pretty strong, I reckon, in pointing out Jesus' emphasis on hearing and doing, hearing and doing. Um, our actions not as a way to salvation but as a fruit of the faith. My question for you today is, is that how you look? Is that how you live? Is that not you today, Sue, as you're installed, as you answer the call from God's people in this place? Dear friends, shouldn't we look a little bit like Jesus in what we say and what we do? the old and the young alike. You betcha. Luther called us little Christs, little Christ, and I think that he meant by that is that we might sound and look and quack like Jesus. Whoever has ears, let them hear, Jesus says. When we take a time out to look closely into our lives, into our hearts, how do we look? I know, for example, there are very clear times in my life where I have not heard by my own 
starting out point. And I've been so blessed to have people to call me back. And so will you be speakers of the word for others too? We are all called back to the sower to listen afresh each day, to listen with ears connected to our hearts, to receive the forgiveness anew and follow Jesus in his word. His word being the lamp for our feet and the light for our paths in life, individually and collectively. And Sue, as you minister here among us and to us and with us, may this word be the lamp for your feet and the light for your path in what I pray will be a path leading to ordination as a pastor in this church one day in the not-so-distant future. Will you make time as a priority for the word for your ears and your heart and keep us all here honest to that too? Sue and all of you who are in Christ and who have the Spirit living in you Hear the word of life, for it's for you, and live it. It takes a lot of learning, I know. Sometimes we fall over, sometimes we're stuck in the weeds, but Jesus is with us. And expect people, when you come along, to say, look, here comes Jesus. Luther once said, a religion that gives nothing, that costs nothing, and suffers nothing is worth not much at all. Living out the word is the call, I think. I don't know all the things happening in your life. Sue, I don't know all the barriers you've faced in reaching this day in your life in ministry, but you've answered the call, and I know it's had its cost for you and others like you. And ministry sometimes isn't easy, but Christ at work in you will bring life sometimes 30, sometimes 60, sometimes a hundredfold of blessing and growth into the ears and the hearts of the old and the young alike. So look forward to the adventure, for Christ is with you and he is faithful. Amen. And God's peace will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Amen.